0: Once in China, there lives an old widow and her son, Chen. The widow was known all over for brocades that she made her son loom, weaving threads of silver and gold and colored silk into her cloth. She made pictures of flowers, birds, and animals so real they seemed almost alive. People said there were no brocades finer than the ones the widow wove. One day, the widow took a pile of brocades to the marketplace where she quickly sold them. Then she went about buying her household needs. All at once, she stopped. oh my. Her eye had been caught by a beautiful painted scroll that hung in one of the stalls. It showed a marvelous palace, all red and yellow and blue and green. Reaching delicately to the sky, all around were fantastic gardens and walking through them in the loveliest maidens. Do you like it? asked the stall keeper. It's painted of sun palace. They say it lies far to the east and is the home of many fairy ladies. It's wonderful, said the widow with a shiver and a sigh. It makes me want to be there. Though it cost most of her money, the widow could not resist buying the scroll. When she got back to her cottage, she showed it to her son. Look, Chin. Have you ever seen anything more beautiful? Anyway. How I would love to live in that palace, or at least visit it. Chin looked at her thoughtfully. Mother, why don't you weave the picture as a brocade? That would be almost like being there. Why, Chen? what a marvelous idea. I'll start at once. She set up her loom and began to weave. She worked for hours, then days, then weeks, barely stopping to eat or sleep. Her eyes grew bloodshot and her fingers raw. Mother, said Chin anxiously, shouldn't you get more rest? Oh, Chin, it's hard to stop. While I leave, I feel like I'm there at Sun Palace, and I don't want to come away. Because the widow no longer will brocades to sell, Chin cut firewood and sold that and said, Months went by, while inch by inch the pattern appeared on the loom. One day Chin came to find the loom empty, and the widow sobbing." What's wrong, mother? He asked in alarm. She looked at him cheerfully. I finished it. The brocade was laid on the floor, and there it all was. The palace reaching into the sky. The beautiful gardens, the lovely fairy ladies. It looks so real, said Chin in amazement. I feel like I could step into it. Just then, a sudden wind whipped through the cottage. It lifted the brocade, blew it out the window, and carried it into the air. The widow and her son rushed outside only to watch the brocade disappear into the east. It's gone, cried the widow, and she fainted away. Chin carried her to her bed and sat beside her for many hours. At least her eyes opened. Chin, she said weakly. You must find the brocade and bring it back. I cannot live without it. Don't worry, mother. I'll go at once. Chin gathered a few things and started to the east. He walked for hours, then days weeks but there was no sign of the brocade. One day Chin came upon a lonely hut. Sitting in the door was an old leather-skinned woman smoking a pipe. A horse was grazing nearby. Hello dearie said the woman. What brings you so far from home? I'm looking for my mother's brocade. But the wind carried it to the east. Ah, yes, said the woman, the rocade of Sun Palace. Well, that wind was sent by the fairy ladies of the palace itself. They're using the rocade as a pattern for their weaving. But my mother will die without it. Well, then you had best get it back. You won't get to Sun Palace by foot, so you'd better ride on my horse. It'll show you the way. Thank you, said Chen. Oh, don't thank me yet dearie. Between here and there you must pass the fiery flames, the flames of Fiery Mountain. If you make a single sound of complaint, you'll be burned to ashes. After that, you must cross the ICC, the smallest word of discontent, and you'll be frozen solid. Do you still want to go? I must get back to my mother's mother. Okay. Good boy. Take the horse and go and the chin ho- climbed up and the horse broke into gallop before long he came to a mountain on all on fire without missing a step the horse started up the slope leaping through the flames chin felt the fire singe his skin but he bit his lip and made not a sound at least they came down the other side when this. They'd left the flames behind, Chin was surprised to find that his burns were gone.
1: A little later, they
0: came to the sea filled with great chunks of ice. Without pausing a moment, the horse began leaping from one ice flow to another. Waves showered them with icy spray so that Chin was soaked and shivering. But he'd held his tongue and said not a word. Finally, they reached the far shore. At once, Chin felt himself dry and warm. It wasn't long. T- then, till they came to the sun palace, it looked just like his mother's brocade. He rode to the entrance, sprang from the horse, and hurried into the huge hall. Sitting there at looms were dozens of fairies who turned to stare at him, then whispered to each of each other excitedly. On each loom was a copy of his mother's brocade, and the brocade itself hung in the center of the room. A lady near the door rose from a loom to meet him. My name is Lian, and I welcome you. You are the first mortal ever to reach our palace. What good fortune brings you here? The fairy was so beautiful that for a moment, Chen could only stare. Lian gazed shyly downward. Dear lady, I have come from my mother's brocade. So you are the widow's son, said Lian. How we admire the brocade. None of us have been able to match it. We wish to keep it here till we can. But I must bring it home or my mother will die. Lynn looked alarmed. And a flurry of whispers arose to the room. She slipped away to, to speak softly with several others. Then returned to Chen. We surely must not let that happen to her. Only let us keep the brocade for the rest of the day so we can try to finish our town. Tomorrow you may take it back with you. Thank you, dear lady," said Chin. The fairies worked busily to finish their brocades. Chin sat near and at, at her loom. As she wove, he told her about the life in the human world, and she told him about hers at Sun Palace. Many smiles and glances passed between them. When darkness fell, the fairies worked on by light of a magic pearl. At least, at last, Chin's eyes would stay open no longer, and he drifted to sleep on his chair. One by one, the fairies finished, or left off, and went out the, out of the hall. Lian was the last one there, and it was almost dawn when she was done. She cut her brocade from the limb and held it beside the widow's. She sighed, mine is good, but the widow's is better. If only she could come and teach us herself. Then Lian had... An idea. With a needle and thread, she embroidered a small image into the widow's brocade, an image of herself on the palace steps. She softly said a spell. Then she left the hall with a last long smile gaze at Chin. When Chin woke up, the sun was just rising. He looked around the hall for Lian but saw no one. Though he longed to find her to say goodbye, he told himself I must not waste a moment. He rolled up his mother's brocade, rushed from the hall, and jumped onto the horse. Back he raced across the icy sea and over fiery mountain. When he reached the old woman's hut, she was standing there waiting for him. Hurry Chin. Your mother is dying. She put on these put on these shoes, or you'll never get there in time. Chin put them on one step, two step, three step, he was racing over the shed faster than he could believe really possible. In no time, he was home. He rushed into the cottage and found his, mother, his wid. He rushed into the cottage and found the widow in bed, pale, quiet. Mother, he's, his eyes opened slowly. Her eyes opened slowly. Chen, mother, I brought it. He unrolled the cloth into, onto the bed. My brocade. The widow raised herself to look. Color came back to her face, and it seemed already she seemed already stronger. Chen, I need more light. Let's take it outside. He helped her out of the cottages and placed the brocade on a rock. But just then, a sudden wind came, and the brocade rose slowly in the air. It stretched and rose again, growing larger and larger. It filled their view completely. The palace was as large as Chen himself had seen it, and standing on the steps was the fairy lady Lian. Lian was beckoning with her hand. Quickly, she called, while the wind still blows. Step into the balcade. For a moment, Chen was astounded to move, too astounded to move. Then he took hold of his mother's arm, and together they stepped forward. There was a shimmering, and there, was, and there they stood before Sun Palace. Lian rushed up to them and offered the fairy, uh, and the other fairies gathered around. She said to the widow, Welcome, honored one. If it pleases you, we wish you to live with us and teach us the secret of your craft. Nothing could please me more, cried the widow. But, Chin, is it all right with you? Chin looked at Lian's eyes and smiled, Yes. Mother, it's fine with me. So the widow became teacher to the fairies, and Chin became husband to Lian. And people say there are no brocades finer than the ones that we, they weave at Sun Palace.